There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails and read your reviews and your emails if we have any. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. Do we have any new reviews? We Yes, we do. From Julie Ryan. Why did I wait so long? I've been a fan of Allie's for years, oh. but I haven't listened to her podcast until today. I don't know why. I'm not the smartest. I feel like today's episode was the first one to start with, though dysfunctional childhood turns woman into angry man-hater killer human chef. <laughs> Allie and Melissa are great, entertaining, funny, and personable. Totally worth skipping a nap for. Oh, wow. Skipping a nap. That's serious. That's huge. That's, I mean, that's love. I think that's all new. All right. We got an email about a male gynecologist. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did. Story time, my male gyno. Oh my God, I just remembered another wild story that happened to me at the doctor's office. It sounds unbelievable, but I promise you it's all true. I had severe pain from an ovarian cyst. Oh, that's the worst. And my gyno was out recovering from surgery, so a new doctor was took over her cases for her. I filled out all the paperwork and undressed for the physical exam and put on the uncomfortable paper gown that doesn't ever close, doesn't even it fit. Never fucking it, closes. It's so crazy. It doesn't keep you warm or modest. I mean, why bother? It's true. Why do they even give you one? Like you might as I well just to be go naked. To the gynecologist and then as I was waiting, I had to pee. 
Oh, that's the worst. Back on, so I like, yeah. wrapped the paper around and I walked out and realized the back of the paper had ripped open. So oh I my just god! Walked out into the bathroom and I was like, "Oops!" And I just had, like my bunch. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, it's just so crazy. The doctor sat across from me and went over the paperwork with me as to the reason for my exam and about my habits, birth control, etc. Everything seemed normal. He told me to get in the stirrups and he left the room for my privacy, so he didn't have to see my fat ass awkwardly scooch all the way down to the end of the table inch by inch until my tailbone was on the edge and I was at risk of throwing my back out. That's so funny. The doctor came back in to do the exam and he was very quiet. I talked away and asked questions, but he never replied. He never said a word. Some doctors think they are higher than God. So I thought maybe he felt like answering questions from little old me was beneath him or whatever. He silently finished the exam, told me to get dressed and left the room. A few minutes later, the nurse entered the room with a prescription for pain meds and an order for a pelvic ultrasound at the hospital. I asked her where my regular doctor, I asked her when my regular doctor would be back. Oh, what's wrong? Didn't you like Dr. Smothers? Fake name, she asked. No, I replied. He didn't talk to me at all or answer any of my questions during the exam. He just completely ignored me and blew me off. During the exam? Oh, honey, he couldn't hear you. He's deaf, she said. Oh. Deaf, I questioned? How does that work? I mean, he's a doctor. He needs to hear his patients. Then she said this about the doctor who had performed a a gynecological exam on me. Oh, don't worry. He He reads lips. Maybe only vaginal lips. I, I was, hey. <laughs> what lips are we talking about? Yeah, which lips? I was speechless. I mean, come on. A deaf gynecologist who reads lips. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, obviously, he couldn't see her mouth when she was looking at her vajage. Oh, right. Yeah. So interesting, interesting story. Huh. I guess, yeah, that makes sense. You can be deaf and be a doctor. like Yeah, for sure. But I think it seems interesting that he didn't take a moment after the exam to be like, do you have any questions? Or or say that before the exam. Yeah. Or someone could say, oh, the doctor's coming in. By the way, he's deaf. Yeah, and he just reads give a heads up. lips. Yeah, just a heads I feel like a heads up in that a scenario is, like, yeah, you just oh, give okay. a heads up. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like a little confusing or jarring if you feel like you're being ignored. Interesting. We have another email from Caitlin. Hello, web crawlers. I've got a bit of a backlog I'm working on. I just finished episode 79 where you discuss fast food rumors. I have some follow-up <laughs> information about what Craig said about McDonald's. They don't store the food in, the, in a basement anymore. Most remodeled McDonald's don't even have a basement. They just mm. stack stuff like seven feet high in the freezer. Also, he said the trick to get hot fries is to ask for no salt and then just put salt on them. Please don't do that. <laughs> the workers hate when someone asks for no salt fries and then asks for salt. It's a pain in the butt trying to get the no salt fries in the fry box without dropping them all over already salted fries. Oh, God. Just ask for it to cook to order. They will drop anything fresh if you just ask. Maybe don't ask for fresh pies, though, because those take like 12 minutes to cook. I didn't even think about asking for a fresh pie. That's crazy. A fresh pie? Oh, because I guess they just keep them like warm. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe maybe it's just like they usually give like cold pies. Maybe it's just like a cold pie or something like that. I mean, McDonald's apple pies. Or is that Burger King's apple pies? I think, no, I think it's McDonald's apple pies. They have apple and cherry, I think, that are good. Those are delicious. They are delicious. Okay, well, let's... Get into these. Let's get into these voicemails, baby. Hey, guys. 
Last episode, I heard my um, voicemail, and I was the one who got scammed by Anna, and you said that you could put a voice filter on me. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Maria put a voice filter on this one, because this person oh. called and was like, I have a catfish story. Okay. But I'll I'll call back if you put a voice changer on it. So Maria okay. put a voice changer on this message. So hopefully it's not too hard to hear. And I would really appreciate that. That just sounds like a super fun time. So feel free to do that. Because I'm about ready to tell you a quick little story without any personal details. Hopefully <laughs> Perfect. I can do this. Um, so just basically like it was my first apartment and I was young and dumb. And I had a job and everything. And... I could pay my rent, and I had everything calculated, but it got to a point where my boyfriend got into um, a motorcycle accident. Oh, no. Spending too much money um, driving back and forth to the hospital to see him while he was healing. And so it got to the point where I was like $100 short of my rent, and my roommate and I had a verbal contract that she would lend me money. Or maybe it was 200. Either way, um, I took the verbal contract seriously, and apparently she did not. And uh -oh. <laughs> so I was getting ready to pay her, and she decided to go ahead and call my friends and tell them rumors about me. What? Oh, my God. The story got a little more personal than I should. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. But this is also an open apology to the Anna. Um, if you're listening to this, and I think you might be lo lo uh, living in the south right now, but this is Mary, and I want to apologize for being a giant cunt in my early 20s because I said some things that I should not have said, but to be fair, you also said a bunch of shit that you should have not said. And Making amends on I the pod. I can't make friends with anyone because of what you did to me. Oh, I'm still dealing with therapy because of it. Oh, God. So I said I wasn't going to make this personal, but I did. Like, <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> okay, I think there might be another. Yeah, was there any catfish story in that? Oh my god, every time I leave an email, I forget to say that. Like, this is for the web crawlers. So I hope that the last one I left that you <laughs> figured it out. Um, um, this is, this is a follow-up to the one who told the story about Anna scamming me, but I don't think that, like, I finished the story. Um, yeah. <laughs> I never paid her back because of the shit that she did to me and all of that stuff. Good. And, we never talked to each other ever again. Apparently, I had told the story. Also, I was so pissed off about it. And I was really deep in, like, the internet community at the time and stuff. And I told some friends, but I told the wrong people about her. And, uh, uh, gosh, they, like, doxed her. And oh, no. And the cops ended up calling me. And they were like, did you sick people from 4chan on Anna? And I was like, no, I did not do that. Because I actually did not do that. So anyway, uh, it was a whole fucking situation. And 
I learned my lesson in the end to, one, never borrow money from people when you're not quite sure if you're going to have the money to pay them back or if you don't know the people well. Yeah. And number two, don't tell your personal fucking stories to people on the internet, even though I'm kind of doing that right <laughs> yeah. now. Also, I'd like to formally request the Sasquatch from the HelloFresh commercial voice that Allie had on her voice earlier in the earlier podcast. Uh, that was my favorite one. Um, also, uh, I love you guys, and I hope you have a great time. Um, I stand with Ukraine, pray for Ukraine, love you, uh, web crawlers. Uh, I think Maria did put the Sasquatch, the Sasquatch, Sasquatch voice. voice. Yeah. And there's a, th- I don't know if this is the same. Hey, this is for web crawlers. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Again. Uh, kind of scammed. I feel like after explaining this whole story to you guys, that I'm actually the one who scammed her, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Oh, That's pretty cool. Yeah. What a roller coaster. <laughs> but at least I have the people to talk to about my problems now, and I still feel really bad about it. So also, once again, I wanted to uh, publicly, internetly apologize <laughs> to this Anna again. I also wanted to explain more things that happened. Um, after that whole situation, I ended up getting kicked out of the apartment, and oh. I was homeless for like two weeks. Oh no! Two weeks isn't that long. Um, I know people have it a lot worse. It was a really fucking scary time in my life. It was the first time that like I had nowhere to go. Like my family wouldn't take it back oh, because no. they didn't know what the fuck was going on with me, and I didn't want to go move in with my sister because she was. It was a whole fucking situation, so I got kicked out, and I ended up having to move into a place that was not the best place for me. So that I think that's kind of how I feel like I was scammed in the whole situation, was that, like, she offered me money, I took the money, I never paid her back because I felt like she broke the contract, um, and then I got kicked out. So really, I'm in the wrong. Anyway, this is something I need to talk to my therapist about. <laughs> <laughs> Please, uh, filter on this again. Also, this is the third voicemail. I just wanted to let you know, Maria, that I'm counting my voicemails, and I'm looking forward to receiving that money. Um, uh, uh-oh, and he's going to hold you to it. <laughs> wow, what a roller coaster. At that first, was... I was like... Wait, you borrowed money, but then didn't pay it back, and then... (laughs) Yeah, that was a journey of self-discovery through those voicemails. That's why the the long voicemails are good. Yeah, you really figure out... (laughs) You learn some things about yourself, you know? (laughs) Okay, next message. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. So... I have a conspiracy theory. Ooh. I have a 90 Day Fiance conspiracy yes. theory. I bet it's about mahogany. I'm listening. Ben and mahogany. Yes. Yes, we're listening. Uh, I figured this would be the best place to call. Yes, it is. So my theory is that uh, mahogany is not real. The mahogany that we're seeing on TV is an actress. Okay. Her okay. parents are an actress. Mm-hmm. Her apartment is fake. That's for sure. Um, and yeah. I think that, but I, I think that Ben's storyline is somewhat real. 
I do believe that he was talking to somebody online um, who is not the person in the pictures that he's receiving. But um, with Caleb and Alina no longer being on the show and storylines having to get edited and episodes having to be reworked and everything, um, I really think that Ben was super, super embarrassed about being, about being on TV and being, you know, basically like his, the person he's not talking to is real. So I think he got really embarrassed had 90 Day Fiance hire an actress or maybe even hired mm -hmm. her himself. And now he's putting the pieces together, you know, or on TV trying, trying to make it seem like He's catching on that she's not real. Like, oh, this apartment is fake and things are not adding up. You lied about this. You, this is, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, um, yeah, I, that's my theory that Ben was talking to somebody and did think that he was going to meet them and fall in love and marry them. But it, that turned out not to happen and he got embarrassed and made them make him look good on TV because we all know Ben loves to look good. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, there's my theory rant. I love you guys. Okay, so for those of you who don't watch 90 Day Fiance, yeah. the storyline of this guy named Ben, who's 52, yeah. from Michigan, had been talking to this person named Mahogany, who lives in Peru, claims she's 24. The pictures are so photoshopped. They're photoshopped to death. Yeah. So he goes down there. And everyone's like, there's not going to be a mahogany. This girl shows up. Well, ultimately, she doesn't she doesn't show up at the airport to right. pick him he, up. And yeah. he's like, and he's like, OK, mahogany, like, I'm going to give you one more chance. Like, you have to show up at this restaurant. And then she shows up like an hour late. Yeah. And looks nothing like her photos. Yeah. And it's so awkward. And we're like, what is going on? Yeah. And then eventually invites him to her apartment it's obviously an Airbnb because yeah. there's bunk beds. There's no yeah. nothing personal of hers is in there. There's a surfboard in there. She doesn't surf. There's like games, like Monopoly. On the yeah, there's like there's like brochures for like yeah, like travel brochures. <laughs> yeah, he's like what is going on? And then her parents show up. Yeah, he meets her parents, finds out she's 22, not 24. Yeah, and everyone's like, what is going on? Yeah, and he I leaves. Think, I think it is her i think it really is this girl mahogany yeah but i think she's just catfishing a ton of dudes to get money yeah i think so and she I didn't so want to know where he does she doesn't want this guy to know where she really lives so she's like that's, i'm gonna get an airbnb because this is too dangerous that's exactly what i said to someone i was like i don't think that she's like faking it i think that she's like a catfish and i think she was like i don't want anyone to know where i live so i'm just gonna yeah, get this airbnb like show yeah, I, I totally, I think the same thing. I was like, I, that's why I think it was the Airbnb. Like, I think, and that's why, like, when they met the friends, she was like, oh, I don't, I didn't know she had a boyfriend. Like, this yeah, is the like, friends had no idea who he was. And yeah. He he's like this, they're getting married. They're getting they're married. Love, and the friends are like, who are you? Yeah, oh, totally. Okay. Yeah. Like, but she looks so different every oh episode. Like, it's so yeah. funny. It's crazy. Her hair looks bad like she cuts her yeah own hair. <laughs> really i don't i don't know what's going on with mahogany but i need a mahogany show i would watch it's a mahogany spinoff the life of mahogany 
It's it's great show. They've done it again. 90 Day Fiance. Have you watched the episode for today? (gasps) No. Yeah, I might I might have to save it for tomorrow, but I kinda wanna watch it today. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, so good. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe Ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, my creepy crawlies. Um, Hello. Hello. My name is Jenna from Minneapolis. Hi, Jenna. Um, You had a caller call in a few weeks ago and just suggest that you cover the, like, the Candyman murderer. His name's Dean. Um, I don't know his last name because, okay, I'm not going to waste my time Googling it, but um, he (laughs) was, like, a wild serial killer and, um, like very surprising to me that no one really knows about it like it's, i don't know there's all the prolific people that you can name off the top of your head but this guy never heard of him before i mm-hmm. listened to the podcast episode um and the amount of victims he has and the way that he gets them and like the way it was resolved is just fucking insane and i think you guys would be really interested so Good i'm idea. just checking that opinion that you should do an episode on it um also, I don't know if you guys are Dexter heads or not, but I am. the new season has like a podcast plotline that I really love, and I'm sure you guys will oh. love it too. That's mm-hmm. really all I have to say, but um, love you guys. Yeah, we should do an episode on the Candyman. I don't really know the story of Dean Coral or whatever. I've just heard like... Me either. It's from it. The Candyman can. The Candyman can.
Okay, next message. Hey, this message is for the web crawlers. This is nope, sure didn't. Uh, you guys did my uh-huh. uh, review, my five star review oh. about Jewish naturals on. Uh, <laughs> oh yes. Episode. I just wanted to clarify: it was came for the big Jewish naturals, stayed for the great podcast, uh, okay, so that okay, it wasn't okay. left, um, you know, up to the void and for people to fill it with their worst imagination. Everything. Um, <laughs> I just want to let you guys know: I love the pod so much. Uh, I came over from Hollywood Crime Scene with Rachel and Desi. Oh, uh, I became a 90-day slumber party listener. I oh. still really miss that pod. I yeah. wish you guys would bring it back. Um, and, yeah, just keep doing what you guys are doing. Boing. Came for the big Jewish naturals, stayed for the great podcast. Listen, you never know what might happen with that podcast. Monday, uh, Monday starts the single life again. Oh, again. Yeah. You know, I great. got a ca- I got a cameo from uh, from Debbie. Cause I was going, I was going, I was going to Vegas and I got a cameo asking her what the, all the hot spots in Vegas were that oh, I should yeah. go to. And she, she gave me some good tips. Did you go to any of her spots? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I tried to find her. I couldn't, I couldn't track her down, unfortunately. Wow. She's too busy. Okay. Next message. Hey, this is Nope Sure Didn't again, the big Jewish Naturals review guy. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm forcing a part two here. I just, I forgot to say on my original message that. You know, you guys are making me feel like Uncle Bo when you when you cancel 90 Day Slumber Party. You know, uh, <laughs> Melissa, you're Punkasaurus Mike. Um, Allie, you're Funny Boiler Natalie. And I'm, you know, I'm happy living on the tin shack down the hill or in the tin shack down the hill from you guys. You know, wearing sleeveless shirts and having three teeth. And one day you just come down and tell me to get out. You release me into the wild and swim. And, swim. you know, I'm immortal. I'm not going to die. But I, I carry That's this true. loneliness in my heart knowing that it could happen. But it's not going to. So uh, <laughs> just wanted to put that back out there. And uh, I'm trying to say anything to produce Maria. So, hi, girl. How you doing? Uh, but, yeah, anyway, thank you guys so much for everything that you do do. Um, love you. Uh, do do. Do you think Uncle Bo should date Debbie? Oh, yes. I think they would be. They both love the casino. Yes. They love gambling. Yeah. Bo's kind of a bad boy. <laughs> He's a bad boy. He could handle what Debbie has to offer. La, la, la. Hello. This is my crawlers. Um, I literally called yesterday because uh. had some had some shit to talk about. I got some shit to talk about today. Um, listening to Cole Brown and <laughs> talking about um, people putting things in their nose yes. as children. And I just had to share my story because of course I was a fucking idiot and put things in my nose as a kid. Um, the first time <laughs> I first time like, honestly like put down for a nap or some shit but I found like a little like fake fingernail like you know the little press on ones. It was like a kid version like Barbie press on nails Ooh. some shit but like of course no. where else would that fit? My nose. No. So I put it up there and then I kind of realized that it was stuck and tried to get it out, but was not helping the situation. And no. She was not pleased, but she was able to get it out with a pair of tweezers, so we didn't have to go to the doctor. Oh, no. Um, and then the second time, wish I could tell you how long between these instances, but I have no idea anymore. Um, but I was with my dad, and, you know, I was eating mini M&M's. Which I won't debate that whatsoever. But uh, I put one of those up my nose and again was like trying to get it out for a while because like oh. it's embarrassing that I have a fucking mini M&M in my nose. <laughs> 
Um, eventually, oh, no. I had to tell my dad, and, like, he definitely, like, looked at it with, like, a flashlight or some shit, but he couldn't get it up, so he's like, you just, you just have to leave it, let it melt, oh. so that's what happened. Oh. I don't, what? I don't remember it falling out or anything, I just, it was there, and... Now that's a part of me. <laughs> 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 yeah, girl, it's still in there. I love you. I mean, I guess it would melt eventually. I would be afraid that it would like mold or something or like. Uh. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. This is Stephanie from Connecticut. And something you guys talked about in the last mailbag reminded me of something that happened to me. And it just seems strange how really traumatic things can happen. You completely block them, your memory, until someone talking about the podcast reminds mm-hmm. you that Uh-oh. this happened. You guys were talking about dentists and going to the dentist, the weird dentist stuff. Oh, no. And I was reminded that once upon a time, about 10 years ago, I had gone to the dentist. I had a cavity, and it was a really bad cavity, and he filled it. And a few, like within a week later, I called them and I'm like, I have a really bad infection. My tooth hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. So I went back and they did x-rays and they're like, no, you don't have any infection. I don't know what to tell you. You don't have an infection. And I'm like, okay. So I go about my life crying every single day, day and night because my my face hurts so bad. Just the one half of my face. I couldn't stand hot or cold. I couldn't move. It was so incredibly painful. So I went to another doctor. I saw a neurologist. Oh, had MRIs done. They put me on an anti-seizure medication because mm. they decided it must be trigeminal neuralgia. Oh, my God. Um, and that should have helped, like, cancel out the pain. That's a nervous feeling. And, um, but it, it didn't. It, something was so wrong. And, and something was in me. Maybe the Holy Spirit kept telling me, it's your friggin' tooth. It's your tooth. So I went to a different dentist and they did a new x-ray and they said, this is the worst infection we've ever seen <gasps> in our lives. Oh my God. They the tooth, the infection cleared up and thousands of dollars and weeks and weeks of torturous pain later, I was completely healed all because... One dentist who was days from retirement decided he didn't really want to deal with me and told me I didn't have an infection when I absolutely did. So anyway, I just wanted to share that story. Maybe nobody cares. <laughs> I care. <laughs> someone. That's how I call my buddies, the web crawlers girls. Okay, bye. Oh, my God. How That's did none of the other, yeah, how did none of the other people, like, catch that well, i guess because she went back to the dentist they did an x-ray on her mouth they were like there's no infection so she probably went to these new doctors and were like we had i had an x-ray there's no infection so they were probably looking for other things yeah i'm still pissed at these other doctors though for not for being yeah. like let's just double check like that's insane that's fucked up the dentist was like days away from retirement and was like i don't want to deal with this that's so scary i'm so sorry that sounds so traumatic my god Ah, see, that's why I don't go to the dentist anymore. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> going on? Yeah, nothing, nothing going on in my mouth. <laughs> okay, next message. Okay, okay, okay. This is a message for web crawlers. 
I'm calling back about the dog clip here. Um, this is Holly. Uh, again, you guys are freaking awesome. And, oh my god, the second message that links to me crazy, I was in my house. I don't know how to do, like, get it all in order from where I stopped. Oh, the haunted doll. Oh, right. So she called me one day and she's, like, tripping out about it. And, like, we're both pagans, so she asked me if, like, I would come over and, like, brainstorm what to do with this doll. So I went over there and we talked about it and we considered burying her or burning her. But, like, Rachel was worried that she would escape from her body or something and, like, come back, which is valid. <laughs> we decided we were going to bury her in a cardboard box and go, like, three or four feet underground off her property, like, far away. Okay. And so I, like, helped her, and we got this box and, like, black duct tape and the salt and all that shit. And we got her out. There was a knife underneath her. What? And Rachel straight up was like, I've never seen this knife. This knife did not belong to my son. I have never had this knife, and I have no clue where it came from. And we, like, we tried to drop the knife down there from, like, the side between the dresser and the gap there or the toy box and the gap there or the back didn't have a gap that was flush against the wall. There was no way for it to get centered underneath her ass. So that was freaky. And at this point, Pookie's like, get her that fuck out. So I'm holding this doll because she doesn't even want to touch her. And we're getting in the bath. I had it for a couple minutes, and I was, like, checking it out. And it caught my eye, like, literally, like, eye contact. And it was like, excuse me. Like, don't oh worry this. And I started feeling bad because, like, you really think about it. I don't I don't know what exactly this entity is. And I'm going to bury it underground forever. Like, that's kind of, like, mean. And she's like, you're going to invite it in. And your words won't matter. <laughs> so we boxed it up. We put black duct tape. We, you know, put crystal salt. And we binded it. I brought it home. And I, like, put it on the kitchen table. And again like salt crystals freaking stacks of books on top of it and he's not impressed uh he knows i'm pagan everybody knows i'm pagan and he's become quite knowledgeable over the years and he's like seen stuff happen so he believes and he's like why are you messing dark shit why are you trying to pursue things you said that you always were light and this is dark We talked about putting her into storage or whatever. Two days later, I wanted to get her out. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and I like cleaned her up and I decided I was going to keep her out. And I strapped her to the wall, a leather belt that I cut up and I used screws, no joke, and more salt, more crystals. Um, she moves her head. (laughs) She glares at Jeff. Uh, she glares at Jeff. He's really uncomfortable. (laughs) He says that she projects like, meanness to him like she don't like him okay next part and then my son felix uh 12 he came home and he saw this all and he's like what the fuck mom is that doll haunted and i was like no honey it's not haunted and he just kind of like walked away uh i have not raised my kids pagan like when they wanted to go to church they went to church like i took them and i didn't catch on fire and <laughs> okay. like they didn't know until they got older her grandma had it displayed in a glass box right I don't think she's malevolent, and I don't think she's necessarily benevolent either. She loves me. After we moved, she was active every fucking day. I put 
put her on a shelf that's receded into the wall up high. And she's not strapped anymore because I didn't want to damage the shelf, which it's been almost a year. And he respects her. Uh, he frequently, when we talk about her sometimes, you know, he frequently addresses her directly. And it's cool. Um, side note again, uh, he lost his keys one day and he asked Paula, did you take my fucking keys? Can you give them back? And he found them and they were in the entertainment center, like behind us, like in a door. And Okay, there's one more part. So this doll's in her house, just chilling on the shelf. Colors. Holly, like, I don't know if the embarrassed this is so long, but I get to live with Maria, so. <laughs> also, when she was moving after we moved, um, I straight up asked her, because she had been non-active for a week or two, and I asked her, like, hey, you know, came over your head, and literally eight hours later, it was turned towards where I was sitting at the time. So that was cool, and she did it twice. And she's a little less active, but now that I'm talking about her, and she heard you guys talk about her, and I was like, Paula, you're famous. And then you guys were like, I don't know, I don't like this style. And I was like, don't worry about it, Dharma. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's being buried with me. I told everyone. What? She needs to be buried with me. I don't, I don't trust anyone with the responsibility. I, she's gonna go with me. And I'm only 35, so hopefully that's a long time. Um, <laughs> I love her. I feel very protective of her. I'm still not, I don't know what she is, but she's never harmed me or my children. So, yeah. All right, I'm so excited that you guys actually, like, talked about this. Like, it's so exciting to hear you guys be like, wow, maybe this. Fucking ain't, dude. Like, this is fun. I'm going to call more. Yeah, hey. All right, sweet. Bye. La, 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 la. Okay, so the wow's in her house, not causing any trouble No, so far. just moving her head sometimes and... uh and she's going to be buried with the yes. doll. Yeah, family heirloom and uh, okay, inhabited by a spirit. It appears there was a mysterious knife. Uh, yeah, I didn't love the knife part, but I guess yeah, but uh, all's whatever. well that ends well. <laughs> okay, well that that's all the voicemails for. Today. Oh, what a great note to end on. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we'll keep keep them coming. Uh, if you guys have any uh, ghost dolls or anything like that, please, please let us know. Uh, I am Allie. Uh, I plan on being buried. I plan on being cremated. But oh. I also I don't want I would be ba- I would be buried with Asher. Uh, but I think he's going to pass before me. So maybe I'd yeah. taxidermy him and then be buried taxidermy. with him. <laughs> Oh, that'd be weird. But something to think about, Seagull. <laughs> okay. I'm Melissa. Yeah, maybe taxiderming my cats is an interesting thing to think about, Stetton. <laughs> yeah. Although maybe it would make me sad. Like I think like yeah. I'd let him I let him it'd go into dog. Like, yeah, I just like you. Yeah, like feed it. Like I just no. let's go have him go to dog heaven. All right. Bye guys. Thank Bye. you. original.
Powered by ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 